Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and today we're going to talk about uh, solving problems. And I consider this uh, as one of the top five, six, or seven keys to wealth. Uh, and I can say that because over the years I've looked back and I think, you know, what are the main things, if I was going to tell somebody how to become wealthy, what would, I, what would be the top on the list? What would be number two? What would be down the list? And, you know, uh, early on I might have heard things like work hard, you know, or get an education, you know, go to college. Well, you know, I've noticed now that I'm in my 60s that there's a lot of people that work really hard and they're flat broke. And there's a lot of people that went to college and, and they're flat broke, you know. So I don't know if those two are, are really keys to wealth. I'd have to say that there's, they're the contributing factors. But uh, on this particular teaching, solving problems, I really think that is one of the keys to wealth. And I must tell you that wealth isn't riches. Uh, wealth includes money, but if you're thinking wealth is just having money, uh, that's not what I'm talking about. There's a balance that comes with having the ability to handle and control money, having a sufficiency of money so that you're entrusted with more money. But money in itself will not uh, be any form of, of happiness, in my opinion. Now, uh, I would uh, contend that uh, solving problems is something that you start working with uh, in your early days and actually if you're working for somebody else that's where you want to get your free education if you want to call that you can go to college I did you can work for somebody I did I did for 10 years I worked for a big oil company and you know I was a problem solver we had lots of problems. I was thrust into situations way above my responsibility realm. I was in charge of some construction projects, at least the engineering to begin with, and we had a problem. We had a, a concrete company that was cheating us, sending out less concrete than we were paying for. I have a problem. I have to figure out how to solve that problem. Now I got help from my boss, but I'm the one that had to confront the, uh, uh, the local concrete company, which is a an established person in town. It's the only concrete company in town. And I have to figure this out. I have to solve this. I was uh, later on, uh, after four or five years, I was in charge of the entire operation, the construction. And we had some young guys that were working for us and they happened to be from deep south. And about the first time it got cold, they all decided they didn't want to work any longer. And I, I had to solve the problem that three of my six different uh, 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 carpenters, half of my crew, gave me notice at 8 o'clock in the morning that they were not going to work that day. In fact, they're going to leave by noon and they want their paycheck. Well, I have a problem. You know, I have to find out and get some more people out there to, to, to be carpenters, and there are carpenters available, and, and it was real interesting that, that one walked in the door right after these guys gave their notice, and, and off we went. I gained confidence that I could solve problems. I had, just honestly, I can say that one of the keys for my uh, advancement in employment was I always ran towards the problems. I worked at not shying away from the problems. I wasn't looking to be a problem. I would look how I could solve the problem. And now I am working with employees. I have on an average 65. We're down a little bit right now. But with that many employees, guess what? When I can find somebody that I can just hand a simple situation and say, figure it out, 
I, that, that, marks, that marks in my memory. I remember that person. And, and that person that I have to hold their hand, or there's no way that they can get the job done, they couldn't find the tool, I have to go find it for them. Uh, there's, always a, you know, there's always a reason that I couldn't get the job done. You know, I, that doesn't uh, fit real well with me. You know, solving problems is, is something that, that we have to learn. Now, I've been in other countries, and some other countries have put a lot more uh, emphasis, especially some Asian countries, uh, on education. And so they're not typically very gifted. I'm, I'm generalization, I know, and I'm not trying to be rude in any way, but uh, in one particular country of China, there's a very important test at age 15. Either you're smart enough because you pass the test, or you're not smart enough because you failed the test and based on that one test you can go on to college or you can be a lay part of the labor force. Well that's just a, almost a death sentence for your for your business career because you want to find a good company to work for there. Well you know that to me is not the issue. Inside of those are who are the problem solvers? Who, who can think outside the box? Who can come up? Not just memorize, and that's what the test is about, memorize and duplicate, memorize and duplicate. So uh, it's very important that we, we learn how to, to solve problems. I think of a situation when I was in college and I'm in ROTC, that's Reserve Officers Training uh, School. That was a part of our college. Everybody had to be a part of that. And they gave us these as part of being, if we went into the Army, which I didn't, uh, we were leaders of a squad and they gave us uh, like situations, problem solving, four of us or five of us in our team and I'd be in charge and they gave us uh, this challenge of getting across this deep ravine and, and there's uh, 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 the ravine width is like 15 feet but they only gave us one board that's 12 feet and another board that's 6 feet and another board that's 3 feet and there's just no logical way to get across there without thinking how to solve the problem. You know, uh, we had all kinds of situations here in our current company. Uh, we have the problem of a lower economic turndown in 2009. I had to know how to solve the problem. I had to know how to solve the problem of, of, of someone not paying me on time. I have to solve the problem of, of parts that we thought we could do and then we had to figure out how to do them and we didn't think we could and I would come up with some ideas on that. So, you know, if you're going to be successful in business, this is something, in my opinion, that needs to become second nature to you. That you actually enjoy solving problems. Now, last close here. Currently, I own this company, and I'm only in the office about 15, 18 hours a week, and I'm gone a full eight weeks out of the year each year. And my workers enjoy the fact that I'm gone. They laugh about it. They say, hey, don't you have another trip you need to go on? Because I'm always stirring the water. The tendency is that, hey, this worked well, we'll do it again. Yes, we want repeatability. But I'm always asking, how can we do it better? How can we actually cre not create a problem, it's a kind of a cousin to what we're talking about here, but how can we look at our situation different and solve it so that we can make it faster, go make it cheaper, make it better? We're always solving problems. Well, if you're going to own a business, I have to believe that you're going to be a sol problem-solving machine. You're going to do it with lots of different avenues, and I just hope this video helped. 
If you could share these with others, I do appreciate it. That's one of our main means of letting other people know we have these free videos to inspire better business. Thank you.